Hello. Hey guys. This is Kelly. This is Courtney. And we're two girls in Ohio. And so Courtney and I have known each other for a while. We met in college. Oh you, oh yeah. Yes. And I have had a lifelong dream of just people fucking listening to me speak. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> here we are. Courtney said she'd do it too. Yeah, yeah. And Courtney's probably the funniest friend I have, I would say. It's a big compliment. Yeah. I mean, I'm not funny. I no, People you laugh are. at me, but not like because I'm funny. They just laugh at, at what I'm doing. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, not intentional. People yeah. laugh at you because you are intentionally being funny. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's just my personality. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry I act that way. Sorry. Um, but also, as we just neared 30 in our life, we mm-hmm. just felt like... We, we had sh- to get stuff done. Yeah. we And we needed a... A place to just talk about nothingness. Yeah, and for you to listen. Uh-huh. So you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> this is our gift to you. <laughs> to you. Listening yeah. to us talk about. What not. are we going to talk about? Well, so we actually ran through a few different scenarios. Yes, yes, yes. And a few of them were really dumb. We're not going to do those. So <laughs> <laughs> we landed on. We're going to talk about celebrities, but not like current. I mean, some of it might be current celebrity stuff, but. More in depth, like each week we'll each pick a celebrity or maybe a celebrity couple or a TV show that was really popular at one point and talk about like the rise and fall or like the drama of that person or relationship or whatever. So we're each going to tell each other a little bit each week about that. Yeah. I think that that just keeps it interesting. You can mindlessly listen to us and I will be entertaining for you. And it'll be cool because you'll go away with a bunch of facts. That way when you're at like random parties or talking to people you don't know, you can be like, hey, by the way, did you know this about this person? Yes. And we'll give you all that useful trivia. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you want to get into it? Yeah. We have not told each other who we are talking about. Yeah. Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. I really wanted to go first. Okay. So I actually chose this person when I got the idea to do it this way. Um, but it made it even better because he just recently did something even bigger and cool. And I was like, oh, now this is actually going to be even better. I have no idea who it is. Okay. So I had multiple reasonings behind doing this person. Number one, I don't like him. Oh. And many people like him. Okay. And his rise and fall was very public, but he has now risen once again. Okay. He's on the top again. And my father personally really loves this person. Stop me when you when you have a guess. Hmm. He's an athlete. Okay. And I, it's interesting because even as we were just recently watching him play, my friend Jeff was over and he was talking about him and mm-hmm. he was so excited to watch him win. And I was just like, I don't want him to win. Like he, like everything he did sucks and is stupid and I wanted karma and I don't want him to win. And Jeff was like, actually he's a very different person now than he was like 10 years ago when all that shit happened. And he's like, so I actually think he's like very humbled now and like kind of deserves it. I have no idea who this would be. I'm going to tell you about Tiger Woods. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 So it's interesting because first of all, I don't, my dad's a huge golf player. My husband's just getting into golf. Um, so I grew up like watching Tiger with my dad, but I didn't, I didn't understand golf. I still kind of don't understand. I'm not going to pretend I know golf. I don't. (laughs) Um, 
But I don't think I realized how much of an impact he had on golf. Like, I knew he was good and, like, people whatever. But I was like, I didn't really get it. Yeah, that he was literally the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not only that, but he, like, before him, golf was, like, these old white guys that just, like, had skill that they've practiced. And he was, like, an athlete. Yeah. Like, I mean, kind of groomed to do this, which I'll get into. But, okay, so before we start... Um, a lot of my research came from Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Mine too, mine too. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just easier to do that. Um, but then I also read this really cool article that I have to cite, um, The Secret History of Tiger Woods. Oh, okay. And it came out in 2016, which is interesting because that's like around the time where he was like, I might not even ever play again type of thing. And so it was interesting to read that article from 2016 and know that he's like made such a huge comeback now. Right. Um, For people who don't know, he just won the Masters tournament um, a few weeks ago, which is like his first major win in a really long time. Yeah, like nine years or something. Yeah, it was a really long time. time. Yeah. So The Secret History of Tiger Woods, it was on ESPN and written by Wright Thompson, and then everything else is from Wikipedia. But I'm just going to go through and do like his life, and then we'll get into like Mm -hmm. the juicy shit after that. But a lot of the stuff I read in the beginning, that's what like I didn't know about him. And then I thought I knew about the like juicy details, but I didn't even know. First of all, his name's not even Tiger. Oh. Yeah. What is it? It's Eldrick Woods. What? <laughs> it is Eldrick? Eldrick. Okay. Which, I mean, I get why. Probably didn't go I by bet. Eldrick. It makes sense. Um, but apparently they chose that name because his dad, um, Okay, well, so he was born in 1975 in Cypress, California to Earl and Cull Tita, or she just kind of went by Tita. Um, And so they said that they named him Eldrick. It began with E for Earl and ended in K for Cull Tita. So mom and dad, which I thought was cool. Um, His middle name is Taunt, which is a traditional Thai name because I think his mom was from Thailand. Um, But his dad was very, like, military um, and they called him Tiger because his dad had a friend nicknamed Tiger who was like an army friend. And so that's why he called Tiger Tiger. Okay. So, I mean, it kind of was just like an homage to like mm-hmm. his dad's really good friend. Okay. Um, so grew up in Orange County, California. He was a child prodigy. Um, his dad was a single digit handicap amateur golfer, which is like really good. Um, and he was also one of the earliest African-American college baseball players at Kansas State University. So his, his dad was. Yeah, so his dad was, like, okay. a huge athlete, too. Okay. So Tiger, like, comes by that naturally of, like, being an athlete. Yeah. Um, something I read in that one article that I thought was interesting is, I guess when he was little, his dad told him, like, you basically have two choices. You can either grow up to be a professional golfer or you can grow up to be, like, special specialized soldier in the military. Oh, great options. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, super narrow. Okay. Like, you know, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Okay. Um, so he basically started golf, like, I mean, right, like, there's stories that he could swing a golf club before he, like, could even walk, mm, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Um, but he was really good. Like, at age three, he shot a 48 over nine holes. So that's, like, half of a goal like half of 18 so that's really good for a three-year-old because most three-year-olds aren't even you know like doing anything at five he appeared on golf digest and on the abc show that's incredible which is like Mm. an old show where they just like had people on that could do cool things um 
So, I mean, he obviously was like a child prodigy and all of that. Um, him and his dad used to play all the time together. Um, he first broke 80, a score of 80 at age 8. He went on to win the Junior World Championship six times, including four consecutive wins from 1988 to 1991. Wow. So clearly it was like the world was watching him before he even like could be a pro golfer, obviously. Knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he first defeated his father at age 11 – <laughs> and Earl said he was trying his best. And then he said Earl lost to Tiger every single time after that. Woods first broke 70 on a regulation golf course at age 12. Wow. Yeah. Which, like, people play their whole life and, like, and never, never do that yeah. ever. And he was 12 years old. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, fast forward. So he basically was really good. I mean, you know, he did a lot of golf tournaments and won and shit. So when he was 15, he um, went to Western High School in Anaheim, and he became the youngest U.S. junior amateur champion. Um, So he obviously never had, like, a normal childhood at all. Like, even in high school, he clearly was, like, just so dedicated to this, doing this. Um, The – so that's when he was 15. The following year, Woods won his third consecutive U.S. junior amateur championship, and he remains the event's only three-time winner. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. He graduated from high school at 18 in 94. He was voted most likely to succeed, which I was like, uh, yeah. No kidding. Jesus. Like, that was fucking easy to say. Mm -hmm. Um, He starred for the high school golf team, obviously, under coach Don Crosby, which I was like, how great for that dude. He was Mm -hmm. probably just some, like, high school coach, and then he ended up, you know. Having Tiger Woods. Well, like, were you even coaching him? Probably not. (laughs) Like, he just showed up and was awesome, and you were like, yeah, I'm his coach. He had private coaches as well. Oh, yeah. There's no way if he was that good, he would Mm -hmm. just have a high school coach. Right. Um, Oh, I thought this was kind of cute. He stuttered as a boy, and it wasn't known until he wrote a letter to a boy who contemplated suicide. Um. So basically, he heard about some fan who, Mm. you know, did this. And he wrote to the boy, I know what it's like to be different and to sometimes not fit in. I also stuttered as a child. I would talk to my dog and I would sit there and listen until he fell asleep. I also took a class for two years to help me and it finally stopped. Mm. So I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, He was obviously heavily recruited by all colleges. He ended up going to Stanford University. Um in the fall of 1994. Um, he talks in that one article I wrote, or read, <laughs> I wrote. I'm writing articles now. Um, the, that's how well I know Tiger Woods. Yeah. Um, the one article that I read was saying how he, like, college was, like, the best time of his life. Like, he oh, wow. has, like, so many fond memories of Stanford and blah, blah, blah. Which, that was probably when he had, like, his most normalcy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're on a golf team in college, mm-hmm. Everyone else is probably pretty good, too. So it's not like in high school where you're, like, freakishly good than everyone mm-hmm. else. You're away from your family for the first mm-hmm. time. So he probably didn't have his, like, crazy dad being mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? But yeah. maybe he did. I don't know. Well, he also had to have been pretty smart if he's got into Stanford. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be a really great athlete, but if you don't have at least a little bit yeah. of a GPA to go along right, with it. Right, right. Interesting. Um, do, 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 do. Okay. So, at age 19, Woods participated in the first PGA major tour Mm -hmm. um, in the 95 Masters, and he tied for 41st. He's the only amateur to ever make the cut. Two years later, he would win the tournament by 12 strokes. Wow. So, there's obviously a a learning curve there in the beginning because he was only 40, but that was like his first one ever. 
Um, he turned pro at age 20 in August of 96 and immediately signed advertising deals with Nike and Titleist, which is like the golf balls, and ranked the most lucrative endorsement contract in golf history at the time. Which, like, I have some facts down here later about how much fucking money this guy's made, and it's, like, ridiculous. Wow. I mean, you know, like, not like he doesn't deserve it, but also it's insane. Right. Um, but that's what I met earlier when, like, he changed golf. Like, no one was, like, hitting up Jack Nicholas, uh, Like, hey, you want to be my commercial, yeah. you old white guy? Like, yeah. Tiger was, like, young. He's recognizable. He was good looking. Yeah. He was, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, exotic face. looking. Yes. Like, he, yeah. Yeah. Definitely had a look. Okay. Um, he won Rookie of the Year in the PGA. Um, on April 13, 97, he won his first major, the Masters. Okay, so something, I don't know how much you know golf. Mm, worked at a golf course. So there's the like players. all the, <laughs> so you should know some, but. I should know like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's all the tournaments, but there's like the big, like four tournaments mm-hmm. of the year mm-hmm. and the Masters being one of them. Um, so he won that in record-breaking fashion, became the tournament's youngest winner at age 21. Two months later, he set the record for the fastest ascent to number one in the official world golf rankings, which I have somewhere written here how long he was at number one. But, like, he was number one for, like, years and years and years. Um, in 2000, Woods won six consecutive events on the PGA Tour, which was the longest winning streak since Ben Hogan did in, um, 1948. One of these was the U.S. Open. Um, he broke or tied nine tournament records in Sports Illustrated called the greatest performance in golf history, um, which I feel like I, rem- like I remember that, like, summer and just, like, watching my dad. Like, my dad was, like, glued to the television watching Tiger play. I mean, I think a lot of people were. Um, I feel like people probably didn't watch golf that much before him. Uh, maybe it wasn't like on the major news networks. Or yeah, like, like people that. weren't like gathering yeah. to like watch it as like yeah. you would like a you know baseball game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Woods won the tournament by 15 stroke margin. He earned a check for eight hundred thousand dollars at age 24. He became the youngest golfer to achieve the career Grand Slam, which a Grand Slam requires victories at the Masters tournament, the U.S. Open, the Open Championship, also known as the British Open, and the PGA Championship. So those are the four ones that like really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the other ones matter. Obviously, you're winning shit. But, like, those are, like, the big mm-hmm. How you make a name for yourself. Exactly. Um, he was Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. He was the only athlete to ever be honored twice. He was ranked by Golf Digest Magazine as the 12th best golfer of all time. Which I feel like should probably be higher at that point. But, you know. Um, okay. Now let's get to the good stuff. Wait, but I, I'm not okay, done yet. Okay, Hold on. Because I, I feel like I really have to hit home how good he was because I don't think I realized how good he was. When Woods won the 2001 Masters, he became the only player to win four consecutive major golf titles, although not in the same calendar year, but this became commonly known as the Tiger Slam. So basically you have to win those four things in the same year for mm. it to be a Grand Slam, okay. but he's like the only or the youngest person – no, the only player to win four of those consecutively, but they weren't all in the same year. So okay. it didn't count as, like, the Grand yeah, Slam, yeah, yeah. but, like, it still was good. Okay, boop a doop a doop Okay, so he – 2006, that's when this um, article I wrote happened, and that was um, – I believe his dad died in 2006, um, which was very, very not good for him. Um, him and his dad were super, super close. 
yeah, following the death of his father in May in 2006. And that was kind of like the beginning of the end. That's how, that's what happened in the one I'm going to tell. Oh, really? There's a death. Yeah. 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 So him and his dad were very, very close. They had a very interesting relationship because they were very close, but they were very stubborn. And like he was really hard on Tiger. And so interesting fact, he cheated on Tiger's mom when they were little. He had lots of affairs. And so his mom and Tiger's dad didn't even like live together. They never got divorced, I think because of like what Tiger's career could be. Like I don't think they wanted it to be like tainted by that. But they lived in separate houses. They weren't together and all that. And Tiger like would talk about how that like – really affected his childhood and he never really forgave his dad for that which I find super fucking ironic because of all the shit that went down later but I also think that's like very Mm -hmm. foreshadowing in terms of whatever but so as far as his career goes in 2007 and 2008 he really didn't do anything super noteworthy um in 2008 he did um win the U.S. Open I believe and his knee was hurt, and he's like still won. And basically, they called it like his like best game ever because he beat everybody. There's like a quote in here: "He beat everybody on one leg," is what the one guy said. So like he even yeah. like was fucking hurt, and he still yeah. beat everybody. Yeah. Um, but like personally, he was like really falling apart. Um, Did the public know that? I can remember some of this, but I don't remember. So yeah, I have that timeline in this other article that I'm going to go to but um so okay yeah let me get to that article because that's got all the good stuff okay so 2006 his dad dies he's married to Elin his wife he met his wife um through another golfer because she's Swedish met her through a Swedish golfer that like he played with Mm -hmm. um she was the nanny for that golfer's kids like that's how Tiger met her um she was a model in Sweden of course but she also was in school in um, America to be um to get her psychology degree so Mm. she definitely you know was smart too um but there's like the article starts talking about um going and spreading the ashes of his father they went back to where his father's house was But literally, they, like, got on Tiger's private jet, flew there, which was, like, a three-hour flight, wherever they went, spread the ashes, got back on it, flew back so Tiger could, like, play golf. So, like, I don't think he ever really, like, in the beginning took time to be, like, I need to mourn this, and I think that's probably, like, what led to it. Um, So, do-do-do-do-do. Sorry, I should really have things more. Oh, here's pictures of his of his girls. She's super. Well, that was his like mistresses. Oh, mistresses. Oh, yeah. they're pretty too. Yeah, they were. <laughs> I'm trying to get. Yeah, so that was um, the funeral. So he was married by the time that his father died, but okay. he hadn't had. Um, I don't think they'd had their first child yet. Okay. Sorry, this is what we will have to edit out. There's like a part in here that like just gives me. Okay, I know it was November. There was a thing that leaked basically saying he was having an affair. Okay. And two days later was when that whole car accident thing happened. Oh my God. 
which like I really couldn't find a lot about it now but I remember like listening to it and they were talking about like how she had like a golf club uh-huh. and they tried to make it seem like she was like uh-huh. crying him out of the car with yeah. it but yeah. then really she was probably fucking chasing him Kiss. with the golf club and like hitting him yeah. with it because yeah so she he was drunk and he like hit a bunch of shit with his car on the way home he um, didn't erase anything in his phone like he should have because he was drunk. And she got his phone and she started calling a bunch of people. Like one of the mistresses, um, the main one, her name was Rachel. I can't pronounce the last name. It's like UT something, like a lick or something. But um, that was the main mistress. And her friend, um, like Elin called the friend and was like, hey, who are you? Like, what's happening, blah, blah, blah. And just, like, totally. So he had been having these affairs for years. Mm-hmm. Like, years before even dad died, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and most of the mistresses say, the Rachel one was, like, his main one, but, like, it wasn't always even, like, sexual either. Like, there'd be a lot of times where, like, he would just call her to come over if he was, like, traveling. And she, like, in New York. She lived in New York. She was a nightclub manager. And she would just come over and they'd like watch a movie and go to bed. Well, wait though, because isn't, isn't how he kind of dug himself out was by saying that he was truly addicted to sex. Wasn't that, doesn't that play a role that he, he went to therapy about it? No, he went to therapy for like drugs, like rehab for like drugs and alcohol. Uh, But he, and he, there's a quote in here that basically just was like, I thought that I was better than everybody. Mm. I thought I could do things other people couldn't. Mm -hmm. And I thought that none of it would affect anything else because of how famous and how much money I have. And he's like, and I now know that that wasn't real. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, he pretty much kind of said like, yeah, I really fucking fucked up. Um, I mean, but he had a lot of money his whole life. Yeah. Like, he earned it. It wasn't even like, I mean, I have no idea. I assume his parents were decently well off, but if he was able to get into golf and, you know, it's expensive. But, yeah, I mean, if you had that much money access all the time. Yeah. Well, so he was also really good friends with Michael Jordan. He is, like, currently good friends with Michael I Jordan. I didn't know that either until this article. That Michael Jordan's quoted in this article a lot. And, um... In the very beginning, like before he was even married to Elon, they were out at a mm-hmm. nightclub in New York with Derek Jeter, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, and Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. And Jeter and Jordan, a bunch of girls were coming up, talking to them, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a story of Tiger looking at them and being like, how do you get girls to talk to you? Like he like just like was totally socially awkward around women to begin with. And Michael Jordan was like, tell them you're fucking Tiger Woods. Like what do you mean? How do you get girls to talk to you? Like you're a professional oh, athlete. So that kind of led him into just being like, Oh, I'm Tiger Woods. I do. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And there were other people quoted in this article that talked about before he married Elon, he just had all these stories of like conquests of like women and blah, blah, blah. So like I think it made him that someone says like it's almost like he was portraying what he thought a celebrity should be. Mm. Because like that's not like how like he's really awkward and shy. Mm -hmm. It says like. If you meet him for 30 seconds, you love him. If you hang around him more than that, you're kind of like, he's really fucking weird. And then people who really, really, really know him know, like, a lot of times he, like, is seeming like he has to put on a show because, like, he doesn't 
feel natural being in the spotlight or being famous. Interesting. So he's like playing a character of what a famous person would be. There's a story in here that he bought a car, like a really nice car, and then he like basically almost crashed it because he couldn't handle. Couldn't the, even drive it. Right, and he returned it. <laughs> but it was like he bought it because he felt like he should buy that car because mm-hmm. now he had all this money, all this stuff. So I almost feel like the women too were probably just like, oh, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? But then that's why he just invited them over to, like, hang out and watch TV sometimes because, like, I don't really think that was, like, his. How weird. Yeah. But there were, like, quite a few women, too. Um, Elon, it says that the, after all the divorce settlement and everything, there was, like, $100 million, like, in the settlement. Is what she got? I don't know if that's all exactly what she got, but, like, part of it probably went to lawyers, went to, like, mm-hmm. all this stuff. But, yeah, I mean, she obviously got a decent amount, How which is good. How from, I don't know. Like more than five years? I should know. It's in here somewhere okay, if I okay. could find it. Okay. But yeah, no, I mean probably like both their kids were born. They were really little when like all this shit went down. Okay. Um, because his dad died in 2006 and I think all this stuff came out in um, 2009, I think. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because it was like 10 years ago. It was 2009. Mm-hmm. So like around three years they were married. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but they didn't officially get divorced till 2007. But I think they were pretty much separated the whole time. But like, you know, divorces take time, especially when you have that much, much money. Yeah, assets yeah. and stuff to go through. Um, okay, so before all the affairs came out, he kind of started going off the deep end even before that. Like – this says that basically that night, the I think it's like November 27th of 2006, was like actually the end of like his like crazy. Like it seems like to the public the beginning of like his downfall, but really that was like the absolute breaking point, not the like antagonist of everything. So remember when I told you earlier, his dad told him he had two choices. Like yeah. you can be a golfer or you can be like extreme soldier or whatever. So he started getting really into the Navy SEALs. And he went to like train with the Navy SEALs and the SEALs like – let him do a bunch of stuff that they would never let any other civilians do, like do their basic training things. Mm-hmm. Like they have this one thing called like a kill house, which I think is like secret ops when you go in and like you have to like have a mark and you know all that jazz. Um, skydiving, like all this shit. His agent and his coach had to like pull him aside. Actually, it said it was in Cleveland, Ohio, before mm-hmm. like he played on his like really – because that's how he first hurt his knee, like a lot of his injuries because he was doing all this fucking Navy SEAL shit. So his agent what? had to be like – what are you doing? You're the greatest golfer in the world and you're going and playing G.I. Joe and, like, now you're going to hurt yourself? Like, what? What was his end game? Like, why was Well, he... I think it's because his dad was military. So I almost think after his dad passing away, it was, like, his way of feeling more connected or, like, what could have been had I chose this route, not this other route So he type did thing. this weird shit after his dad died. Yeah. That's bizarre. hmm Okay. And I think it was just, like, his way of, like, dealing with his dad's death because he didn't want to talk to people he knew. He didn't want to talk about it. I think he just kind of wanted to go explore, like, maybe why his dad was the way he was because, like, he Mm -hmm. got this training and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the SEALs had conflicting reviews on him. I mean, a few of them got annoyed because they were like, yeah, you come in here and you shoot the guns and you jump out of the airplanes, but, like, you've never been in the dirt and sand. You've never been in zero degree waters for hours like you never had to do any of the hard stuff like you yeah. got to come in and do all the like boot campy whatever yeah. yeah and so they got annoyed at that because they were like no this shit's real to us like you can't just come in here with all your money and be whatever yeah. there's also a story in this that I thought was hilarious that I think talk like 
how much of an asshole he used to be. So they all went out to lunch. He took like a bunch – well, he didn't take them, but they went out to lunch, the Navy SEALs and him. And afterwards, the waitress comes up and put one check on the table, and it like fell silent. And eventually one of the Navy SEALs like looked at the woman and was like, we'll all have separate checks. And like Tiger never said anything, never whatever. And the guy was like, you make more money than we do. Like you make more money in one day than we do like our whole year. Like and you can't buy us lunch at this diner when we've been like doing these training things with you and helping you out and whatever. Like just shit like that. That was like what? Interesting. Weird. Yeah. Um. So his coach and his agent sit him down and they were like, this has to stop. What are you doing? Like, you're going to whatever. He did get hurt a lot. So that whole thing fell out. He lost so many endorsements after all of that came out. And then in 2007, he got arrested. He got a DUI. He was found in a lane, car running, asleep at a traffic light. And he said that, like, it was prescription drugs and he just didn't know how it would affect us. But the the, um, drug tests, there was, like, 15 different things. And also, I don't know if you've ever looked up his mugshot, but fucking rough times (laughs) for Tiger Woods. Like, that shit was bad. So he went and did, um, uh, what's it called? Yeah, yeah. Um, He went and spent some time at a, why can I not think of the name? Rehab. Thank you. He went and spent time in rehab for that. Um, he kind of like let the Navy SEAL thing go, kind of got over that. Um, but then he had all these um, injuries. He's had back surgery like twice. He's had surgery oh, yeah. on his knees twice. Yeah. Um, so it's super interesting because when this article was written, he was like trying to get back into golf, but he hadn't like fully yet. Um, and there's a bunch of stuff in here just talking about how Like, Michael Jordan is quoted in here by saying, like, I just can't look at him and tell him that he probably will never, like, be as good as he was before. Mm -hmm. Like, that basically is his quote of, like... Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, when you're a pro athlete, I mean, you have... You have a... You have a expiration date on that. Yeah. So, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, So, Tiger overall, when he just won the Masters, he... That was his 15th major title and Jack Nicholas has 18 major titles so like that's what he's chasing Mm -hmm. um but like a quote in here during his like time of Navy SEALs it says if he would have um broken Nicholas's record Tiger would have hung up his clubs and enlisted no doubt like that's how serious he was and like all this military shit which was crazy um Mm -hmm. So the article kind of just ends by saying they don't really know where they'll go or, like, what he's going to do or, you know, whatever, which we now know he went back and he's golfing and he's made a comeback. Um, And him winning the Masters was, like, him, you know, I think he wants to beat Nicholas, so he wants to get, like, 19 major wins, and I think he will, you know, just keep trying to do that. But um, I watched an interview with him before – everything went down and then an interview like after he just won and it is interesting because he does seem very different like I mean he's also you know how many years older which like I think everybody matures more and whatever yeah um also in that article it talked about how him and Elon have a good relationship now the kids are obviously older um and like he does seem very regretful like that's what like people close to him say like there are times when like they are all together like just like either doing something or celebrating a kid's birthday or you know whatever and they can tell tiger kind of like looks at it like this is like what i could have had every day of my life had i not like fucked it up um he does have a new girlfriend i believe but 
Um, yeah. Hmm. That's so, interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, he was the first professional athlete to make over a billion dollars. I do know that. Wow. Yeah, he's made more money than, like, most athletes ever, which is pretty crazy. I mean, he just built, like, a dynasty around himself. Um, So, yeah, it's interesting because he definitely – I'll be interested to see if he can keep winning because – so he was the best golfer for 264 weeks in a row. Not days, weeks. So, like, years. And then he went, like, 10 years winning nothing. And then he came back and – But he was always, like, in the top, though. Like, he just – I think because he had so much, you know. Well, he tried to come back, I don't know how many years ago, and he didn't do so well. And so this was the first time – Well, that's when I think he had to have um, back back surgery surgery. again. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I do think it's very interesting. I definitely had mixed feelings when the news was covering mm -hmm. it because – you see all of these people. It's like a cult following of him. Yeah. And everybody's obsessed with him. Just going yeah. nuts over him on the TV. And I'm like, but wait. He did some really awful things. Yeah. Like how did all of those people just forget about all the nasty things he did to his wife, his mm-hmm. kids? But then I'm also like, okay, it's been 10 years. Right. Did he pay enough for it? Right. Has I mean, I think he got ultimate karma. Oh, yeah. Like, he had a pretty hard fall. Like, people, like, at the end of that article, like, people just thought he was, like, never going to go back to golf or be. And that's what, like, where him and Michael Jordan relate a lot because Jordan said he had a really hard time leaving basketball. Like, Mm -hmm. well, who am I now? And Mm -hmm. so he's like, I'm trying to help Tiger, like, gracefully Mm -hmm. exit, basically. Mm -hmm. And so that was, like, three years ago. So that's interesting that even in, you know, like, three years he's done that. But What's the golf tournament they play here over in Dublin? Um, the memorial tournament. So when he came to Columbus last summer to play mm-hmm. that, he was interviewed and he was like, I'm just really happy that the people of Columbus treat me well. Mm-hmm. Like, And he seemed genuinely surprised yeah. that he wasn't being heckled or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It, it made it sound like other places he had been in the previous year. Yeah. People were not as nice to him. So I... It's very missed feelings. Like, it is. Is it okay that no one's saying anything? Well, it is interesting. So after reading everything about that and, like, learning more about his dad and his dad's relationship and all of that, and even just, like, hearing about his mistresses, like, I mean, he definitely had, like, random, you know, like, one-off mm-hmm. people, but he also had some relationships that just kind of lasted, which I think was weird. And I just feel like he seems like somebody who doesn't have a lot of people. Like, it's said in there, like, he doesn't really have a lot of friends. Well, no, how would you? Yeah. Yeah, no. So I think he just, like, wanted relationships. But I just feel so bad for that poor girl, Elin. Because, like, Mm. I mean, when you marry a public figure like that, you got to kind of know. But, I mean, you obviously don't think that's ever going to happen to you or, you know, whatever. But, you know, clearly karma is a real thing, and I believe in it. So I think if yeah. the world's giving him good karma again, then maybe, you know, he's a different person now and he learned a lot. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. know. That was a good one. Yeah. I did not expect that. I definitely have different feelings about him now after reading about it all. So Absolutely. I'm glad I looked into it more. Max, my husband, he was super funny because I was like, did you know this about him? And did you know? And some of the stuff Max is like, yeah, everyone knows that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, okay, but then yeah. some of the other stuff, he's like, oh, no, I didn't know that part of it. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I can't wait to hear okay. who you did. So mine is way less researched than yours. 
Um, so it'll be really a, that did not even feel like it'll I, be. A I read lot. one article and I read Wikipedia. I have this much information that's on the back of that sheet. So, <laughs> it's, just, it's one sheet uh, of paper. It's one sheet of paper. <laughs> um, so you did a very nice build up to Tiger. Um, and I wanted to make sure that I did that for my person, but I didn't like, I didn't list out all, it's a girl, yeah. I didn't list out all her specific Got, accomplishments. Yeah. It's just super general. And then the downfall is really general um, as well. But anyway, I'm doing. I can't even wait. Miss Britney Spears. Yes! So what stinks is that <laughs> this should be, I. If it's not up to par, I will do her again later. Okay. But um, because it did have to be quick, whatever. Yeah, but she's a good one, though. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's almost so much that it's like, I don't... There's just no way to even say it all because this girl's been busy. Yeah. So she was born December 1st, 1981. She was born in Mississippi. She grew up in Louisiana. So just very slow living. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just, I mean, it's just different. Good old Southern Southern, southern life. Southern life. So, um, her first hit was in 1999. So it How took old her, are we? So we were? We were nine. Nine. Yeah, okay. we were nine years old. Yeah. So her first hit was Hit Me Baby One More Time. So oh. when I think of that, I'm always kind of thrown off because I always thought that she was popular before that. But really, hit me, baby, one more time. She was in the schoolgirl outfit. That's like what got her the crazy big attention was that song. Yeah, we knew about her before that, but she, yeah. Well, she was on the Mickey Mouse Club, right? Yeah, but I mean, so was like everyone. It, yeah, else now, it wasn't so. like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so okay. how old was she when that song came out? Math, eighty-one, nineteen ninety-nine, ten, nineteen. Oh wow. No way. I thought she was, like, way younger than that. Me too. So that's why that is all interesting. So it did take her time to become famous. I thought she was, like, 16 or something. So, okay. So not to downsell everything she's done. I I love her. I think she's great. I do think that she's, you know, she is what she is. Um, (laughs) She has six number one albums. So, I mean... Yes, six number one albums. Yeah. Nothing to, to yeah, say. shrug off, obviously. Yeah. Um, she also is one of the best-selling artists in the world. Wow. I know. So she rivaled, like, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. She She's rivaled everyone in, set, in sales. I mean, I feel like she was, like, a m- movement of sorts mm-hmm. because I, I remember, like, being that age and that song coming out, and I remember, like, what followed her. But it almost felt like she mm-hmm. was, like, the... You were... That was who you the chased. The trigger of everything. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Christina Aguilera didn't do what she did until Britney Spears was doing what she yeah. had done. Yeah. And, yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. So, it kind of... The weirdness of her story all starts in 2004. Personally, I think when she married Kevin Featherly. Okay, Fed. And I forgot about him. What? How do you forget I know, about that? I know. So when I was looking on the Wikipedia page, I was like, wait, so where should I even start? Because it's a mess. Um, I was like, okay, Kevin Featherline, That would be the first decline. Uh-huh. Uh, so they do really weird stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like they're always being criticized. They're they're always. He was her backup dancer. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, to begin okay. with. Yeah. So, but she always has this pattern. She never dates anybody that is at her level or above her. She's never dating anybody that can even come close to her. Well, and she was dating Justin Timberlake. 
they were also what 16 17 years old he wasn't even famous yet either or did he I guess NSYNC had kind of yeah gotten there they were a little bit but it wasn't anything it's not like she's going out now and dating Bruno Mars right like she never has dated anybody did she cheat on Justin Timberlake I with K-Fed no because isn't Crimey River all about, about how that. she cheated on him I don't remember I don't remember I w- hope so uh, so I mean they were decently famous if Crimey River was, was about out. yeah because like that was Justin Timberlake's solo album had they gotten back together no they were just together and then they broke up because I'm pretty sure she cheated but yeah I do remember them like going to some um whatever it's called and um they wore like the all denim outfit that's together all, that's all I have in my head yeah it was a stupid fucking all denim outfit mm-hmm. um Okay, so that okay, so in two thousand four, that's when she married Kevin Federline. Okay, but before that, that's when she she had done the movie Crossroads by then. Okay, um, she had already established herself like yeah. as she was in it to win it. Like, she, well, and she, I remember everyone wondering like, why the f- hell are you marrying this dude? Of course, yeah, of course. Um, so she does everything. Like she is all over MTV. She does the VMA. She she does everything. There's not anything that this girl hasn't done. Um, but in 2006, that is when <laughs> they pictured her, and she had her first son on her lap with no seatbelt. Do you remember that? Yeah. Was she driving, or she was just in the car? She was driving. In the. And the kid was in her lap. Oh, no, no, no. Was she in the passenger seat? I don't, either way. It doesn't yeah. matter. Regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. a horrifying moment. And I think, like, everyone was already doubting her because of the Kevin Featherline stuff. And then she started to do some weird shit that you're like, okay, that's bizarre. Uh, well, not surprisingly, in 2007, the divorce was finalized. So, So they were married, like, three years, though. Yeah. Wow. And it was like bad the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Did they have a reality TV show ever? Ah, uh, man. I don't know. I feel like I just remember K Fed like on TV. They would wear like matching Brittany track shoots. And Kevin Chaotic. Okay. I knew that. I, I, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, yeah, they had their, their TV uh-huh. show. Uh-huh. It's literally such a mess of her life. <laughs> like, I could have, like, you truly had to sit down and like do a research project if I was to hit everything because it's a fucking mess. Um, but so she she has two kids while she's married to him. They end up getting divorced in 2007. Um, it, it just says irreconcilable differences. Yeah, like no one no one really says like, they were both each batshit. Yeah, they're both fucking yeah. weird. Um, okay, so this is where I think people like misconstrue that her divorce from Kevin is when things started to like spiral. Yeah, but in here it says that. First of all, she put out an album that was a flop that no one pro- – it was called Blackout. I don't think anyone – I liked Blackout, but it was – but that was when she did the um, VMA uh-huh. performance. Yes, in 2007. Yes. Holy yes. hell. And she was just she like, like stumbling around show. on stage. Yes. yes. And I was like, what? And she was chubby. Like she didn't look yeah. good in her outfit. Yeah. Like it made no sense. Well, she had a wig on because hadn't she already cut her hair by then? No. Oh, no? Not yet. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So she divorce is finalized. But when you were talking about Tiger Woods and his dad, yeah. so her aunt dies 
in hmm. 2007. Okay. Um, and to me, this just like trauma in general that is to me probably what did it is that I think that was a big role model because as we know her parents are on their another level themselves of having a child star their whole lives Mm -hmm. um so I assume just super close to this aunt she dies um immediately so she dies in January the aunt does Mm -hmm. she checks herself in to a rehabilitation center for one night in the next month the next day she leaves, that's the day she shaves her head in public. <laughs> yeah, she recorded it. <laughs> so, so literally spends one night in rehab. in rehab. The next day leaves and is seen shaving her head in public. So I mean, clearly it wasn't unprovoked. Either right. like whatever drugs they had given her like at the rehab that they thought were going to even her out just ramped that shit right on up <laughs> and she turned into a crazy town. <laughs> thought like nothing was wrong with it. Like she's fucking smiling in those yes, pictures. Yes. It's weird. Um, so yes, just shaves her head with electric clippers. Um, she admitted herself after that. <laughs> so Back I Back into rehab? Yep, back okay. into rehab. Good girl. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if that was... So her dad has a lot to do with her, hmm. has a lot of control of her. Um, he has, like, conservatorship over her. Um, like, she doesn't control her own assets. Interesting. This happens during this time. Well, that's probably good. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Seems like the right thing to do. Um, I'm not sure what she would be spending money on, um, but I doubt it was anything good. Really fancy gold-plated uh, hair clippers. Hair clippers to really get a close shave. Um, uh, yeah, so she goes, okay, but she admits herself, this is not a drug and rehabilitation center. This is a psych ward. Oh. So, like, okay. this, this is the first time that everyone's like, wait what like she really does have a problem we just thought she was too famous and just I think she definitely has a a, people think she's ditzy they think she's dumb they think you know whatever um she kind of portrays herself like that very sweet very kind person but doesn't necessarily have like the highest IQ in the room usually um so this was the first time I think people were like oh okay she actually has an issue this is when dad takes conservatorship of her. Okay. And they are like, I now control her. Whatever. Um, so then she loses complete custody of her kids. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loses complete. So I didn't know all of this. So Kevin Federline had complete custody of the kids. Um, wow. When K-Fed's the like right. more stable person. Right. Okay. Ooh. So she lost custody, but she was still allowed to see see them. Did she lose custody because if you're admitted into that, you, like, it, have to okay, lose Okay, so custody? it says that they they um, called an immediate court uh, session. Uh, I assume it was right after she was admitted. And the reasons are not public okay. as to why her, her stuff got pulled. Um, I don't know how you keep that secret. But um, so she stays there um, for five days. <laughs> Seems like maybe she needed one. <laughs> um, she stays there. But then, okay, so then this is when she, like, she stays really busy. She starts doing a ton of stuff. Um, she was on a guest episode of How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother had its highest ratings. It had I remember in, that episode, yeah. In forever. Because, she did a good job. Yeah. She was funny. They were pra- I was, yeah, yeah, she's fine. Yeah. 
Um, she then goes on to do more with the MTV Music Video Awards. Um, she releases Circus. Circus was decent. Yeah. It was okay. Um, she was the youngest female artist to have five albums debut at number one. So Circus was that album that got her that those records. Um, that was Womanizer. Those were okay. So... Yeah, I remember watching those music videos and feeling like, oh, okay, like she might be back. Correct. Because yeah. she looked good again. Yeah. She was, she was okay. dancing good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So there is a night. Oh, man. There is a night where it happens again. Where the police, I thought it was in 2008. Where the police, I think I was looking at a different website, not this one. So I hope it's true. Um, that the police were called to her house. Oh no, I remember this when it happened. The police were called to her house because she was unresponsive. And they got there and same thing as like Tiger Woods. Oh, like I took too much ibuprofen. I didn't know what <laughs> happened. So they took her to the hospital. Um they cited like a bunch of shit like she had in her system like clearly she was wrong she got complete was not not allowed to see her kids anymore oh okay like, completely taken away yeah like nothing That's sad um and then she was admitted to a psychiatric hospital again okay <laughs> so she keeps busy she does you know random stuff How she long keeps did she making stay music that time? i don't know I don't think she's ever had an extended stay. Yeah. I don't think she's ever been gone. Like a full treatment no, situation? No. Like, I yeah. don't think it's ever been like, I've been gone for six months. Because I think she's always been pushed to keep going with her music. I think she thinks, I need to keep making music. I need to just get back in the studio. Everything will be fine. Yeah. Like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, clearly not. So, she kind of gets it all back together-ish. Um... She's allowed to see her kids again, whatever. Um, she comes back with Will I Am, the Scream and Shout song. Ooh, that was a good it one. It was a good song. Um, she's a, a judge on the second season of X Factor. I didn't know oh, that. I didn't either. Um, stupid. She got paid $15 million to be a judge on X Factor. Whatever. Well, I can uh, do that. <laughs> that's fine. Um... So, her eighth studio album. That's insane. So, in 2012, she starts her eighth studio album. That's insane. So, that, it was just a production. It was it was titled Her Name. Um, but she only, she did the soundtrack for Smurfs. I don't know. It's kind of all over the place. So, in 2013, she plants her roots. That's when she does Planet Hollywood Residency. Oh, okay. And that's really, like, when she got her life together again. Mm -hmm. um, Dad, I believe, still has conservatorship over her. But she does her residency. Um, she comes out with a perfume. She, you know, shows up for her shows. She's just a normal person again. Um... Whatever. She, I believe she does it twice. I think they sign her back and then she goes to the MGM okay. uh, for her second time for her residency. Um, My friend Peter, who's obsessed with her, yeah. he went to go see her. Yeah, we tried a couple times and yeah. we never, she was, she was always on break whenever we were there and we were like, yeah. son of a bitch, are you over here? Um, okay, whatever. 
So recently, though, she... I don't know anything recent about her. Okay, so recent... What was her last song? Oh, I don't even know. This is, But this isn't it. So oh, okay. she checked herself in to a mental hospital again. Mm. And uh, her fan... Okay, so it was over Easter. So she's dating some, I don't know, fucking stupid person again. And he went to... Or I think it's an ex-boyfriend. It's an ex-boyfriend that I think dad has tried to keep away from her. And he visited her over Easter while she was there. And they went out in public. And she looked just like absolute shit. Just like a mess. Like exactly the pattern that you've seen before. Um, And so everyone like outcried. Like Britney Spears needs someone to like speak for her. Like why is she in this place? Like who's keeping her there? Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people don't understand either maybe all her backstory or they think like her dad controlling all her money like controls her that's not necessarily the case right um I don't know how it's set up for them but I mean she's a grown-ass woman like there's no way that her dad can keep her somewhere right um but so like an outcry of all of that and then she gets on Instagram and just sends out a small video after Easter and is like I'm okay I'm here on my own free will um I will be back soon Things, things will get better for me. I just need to get my head right again. So I don't know if she's grown as a person and she recognizes like her triggers. Like yeah. I some, something could have happened, you know, with her kids, with herself, with a relationship, whatever. And she was triggered again and knows like I need to go get help now before yeah. I shave my head in like a convenience store. Right. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, it's interesting because if she's going to like psych places, not like rehab yes. – it makes me think she probably must have some diagnosis of yes. something because also that timeline is very, as we know, like mental illness typically happens like mid to late 20s mm-hmm. is when it comes out. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the age she was when mm-hmm. all that shit happened. Absolutely. And especially kind of like manic episodes of things. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I wonder if she'll ever like fully talk about it. I feel like there's a lot of people who could, I don't know, really benefit from knowing like oh, how she here, felt. Yeah. Or like yeah. here's somebody I idolize who has to go through this too type thing I agree and I think that maybe so it's kind of scary because they were talking about how the doctors think like this time they got like the the medicine correct and she should be like good to go Mm -hmm. first of all I don't know how the fuck they know that information whatever but also like was she just heavily medicated during her residencies in Vegas so she was like fine to keep on a schedule like what what it would be cool if she wrote a book it'd be cool if she you know just talked about it a little bit so that it wasn't so stigmatized but yeah I mean girls got a problem yeah and it's not I don't think she's ever like done drugs or I don't I mean she probably did at some point I'm sure I assume every celebrity has I'm sure but 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 no I mean yeah, she would be going to, like, legit rehab if it was, like, Correct. an addiction of something. Correct. Like, I just don't see her, like, just doing cocaine every Saturday night to get her hyped up. Like, I just don't see her as that yeah. type of person. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think when you grow up and you're that famous and yes. that many people know your business and know all the things, like, I mean, there, you can't be normal. Like, Mm-mm. that's why I'm very surprised by some celebrities and, like, how fucking normal they seem. And I'm like, either you have, like, really hidden stuff or, like, mm-hmm. you're just really, like, able to stay down to earth somehow. But 
Yeah. No. I think parents have a lot to do with that. Yeah. I think the parents, when the parents stay normal or stay like mm-hmm. within whatever budget they had or before. Or if it like is the actual child or kid who's wanting to do it rather than like a parent being like, here's what we're doing now. Because that's like Tiger too. Like mm-hmm. I feel like he probably thought he never really had a choice. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, maybe he wouldn't change much about, you know, that he's a professional golfer. But, mm-hmm. you know, like I – Yeah, I think it's different when it's somebody who's like, no, this is what I want personally, my dream. Absolutely. And I think when you're a seven-year-old kid, like, you know, eight, nine, when she was Mickey Mouse Club, like, how do you know that? You don't know that. Mm -mm. No. 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 But. So those are our people this week. Yeah. Those were good. I learned things. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel better about not being famous anymore. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. We'll just be here in Ohio by ourselves, not being famous. Not being famous. Yeah, I'm really, really, really okay with that at this mm-hmm. moment in time. Yes. And the next time I feel like I need to be famous, I'll look into some new person, and then well, yeah, we'll yeah. we'll do another episode, and yeah. we'll feel super. So confident. next time you do a boy, and I'll do a girl. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. we'll just switch it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that keeps it good because boys and girls handle things differently. Yeah. Well, so, then we're not going to do the same person either. Because oh, I guarantee you, like, I probably would have done Britney Spears right. too. Well, <laughs> she was just, like, way too good. I was like, do I do it? It's so stereotypical to, like, she's a classic breakdown. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess there's kind of a lot when you look at it. There's a lot of people that, that's why we're doing this podcast. <laughs> I mean, like, most, like, every, because I really was thinking about it because that's another thing when I told my sister the idea. She's like, are there really that many people? Oh, and then, girl. like, in that five-minute car ride, we actually listed, like, 80 different things that you could do. And she was like, actually, that's a good idea. I was like, thanks, Meg. Thanks. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, and we hope you guys tune in next time. Yeah. And we'll try and make some more, and then you guys can subscribe and listen. And we're going to try and make an Instagram. Yeah. Maybe a, a Twitter. I don't know. We're going to get crazy We're going to get it. a social media handler. I mean, I'm I'm going to say this was way easier than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, we started talking about doing this in Oof. like September. It was a while ago. It might yeah. have been warm out. So still. I think the actual hardest part was picking <laughs> a day it. that we could sit yeah. down and really, really do it. I mean, we're busy people. We have a lot happening. So much. I had to rewatch all of Game of Thrones before this season started. I mean, that's a lot to do. <laughs> it really is. It's a lot. It is. I had a lot of naps to take it's not a big deal (laughs) (laughs) okay thanks for listening all right bye guys bye